Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD, or COMPASS, is not affiliated with or endorsed by the Centers for Disease Control and or any other government agency. This is the Financial Compass with Matthew Brunner from Comprehensive Planning Associates. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Matthew provides his clients and prospects with the information that they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Matthew Brunner to help you find your financial direction. Hello and welcome to the Financial Compass. My name is Matthew Brunner from Comprehensive Planning Associates LTD or Compass in Fairfield, Connecticut. If you'd like more information about what you hear during today's show, give us a call 800-339-9252 or visit us online at compass-ltd.com. While you're at the website, scroll on down to the radio and podcast section of the page. You can check out past shows and subscribe to our program on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, And please really don't hesitate to reach out with us with questions or to set up a face-to-face meeting. And if there's any other topics you'd like to hear in the future, go ahead and suggest some of those as well. Now, today, what I want to get started with is this. Not everyone has a steady income that stays the same month after month, and especially right now. So if you're a small business owner, a salesperson who depends on commissions, or a freelance writer who's dependent upon contract work, you're probably very aware of this. So the question is, how can people with income that fluctuates make financial decisions that set them up for success, even if there's some uncertainty involved? This is going to probably hit home to most everybody right now with our new uh, pandemic response. So uh, let's, there's a, these are the questions we want to talk about today. Before I get any further into this topic, though, Tony Shore, our always faithful co-host, how are you doing today? Well, it's been an interesting one. Uh, let's just put it that way. I'm personally okay. Uh, my yeah. family's okay. But uh, wow, we live in strange times right now. And you, you know, first of all, you use the word uncertainty and mm. pandemic. Mm-hmm. And, and you know what I'm going to say? What's that? We we are living in uncertain times. <laughs> uh, can I, do you mind if I cut you off for a second? <laughs> <laughs> we always live in uncertain times as far as I knew. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Uh that uh, it's funny you and I were talking before the show about how many ads these yeah. companies are doing. All you hear now on the radio and TV ads in these uncertain times. It's like, wait. <laughs> 2 months ago was fairly uncertain for a lot of the world. Um uh, so it was last not. year. No, apparently not. Until just these last 2 weeks everything was predetermined apparently. <laughs> Only now are things uncertain. Those lousy Calvinists and yeah. their predestination. Anyway, t- we're not going to discuss. I wish I had access to those stone tablets that had all this <laughs> stuff chiseled out <laughs> thousands of years ago. Uh, well, uh, I'll tell you what. It is It is odd. And you you also suggested something in, the, in your intro there that, uh, you know, you're open to listeners uh, letting you know what topics they want to hear about. I've got one. How about where to buy toilet paper? That could be an entire show topic, right? <laughs> well, it's coming back. It's it's starting to show back up on shelves, That's luckily, good. in most That's places. Good. Yeah. That's and uh, there's a great video. You look up uh, Dad Does the Math on Toilet Paper, and I think everyone will calm down after watching that video. You're going to have to be prepared for a couple of bad <laughs> words. But uh, 
What is but it? Dad does the math the, on toilet on paper. Toilet. Yeah, look if you look up that video, I'm sure you'll find. Oh, I'm I not sure wait. if that's the exact title, but I'm sure you'll find. Oh yeah, exactly what everyone needs to settle their mind with. Well, that's what I haven't seen yet. So I'm going to look it up after the show. But you know, you said we're talking about. You mentioned like uh, basically the gig economy and um, freelancers and people who depend on commission. I, I don't know if you know this or not, Matt, but. Uh, people who work in the radio industry, a lot of them usually start off as freelancers or have freelance work to help pay the bills. And uh, they usually don't make a lot of money. So I'm interested in this week's topic. Just well, let's I, put it that way. Okay. And, and, you know, people in the radio industry, podcast, podcast industry, they're not alone. Uh, freelance work is either a primary career or a supplemental income is increasingly common. Or at least it's increasingly talked about a lot more. I, I know my, my grandfather had a very steady job his entire life, but he still always did side work. He worked out of a shop he made in his basement. Side hustle. So, uh, yeah, it's not, it, it was, it was just used to be called extra income or I'm, you know, I, I work, but uh, now it's, now it's something to be proud of. The gig economy is that I, I work, you know, I work more than just 20 hours a week. Um, that's, but you know, I, I get it. There's the gig economy and it's the new word. Uh, but uh, it's not a brand new idea, but it is certainly more common yeah. than people used to consider it. Well, yeah, and I've heard that term, gig economy, and of course, yeah. as I just said, side hustle. It's those buzzwords that you hear a lot lately, uh, kind of like crowdsourcing. So what does the gig economy mean, or what does that represent to you, Matt? Well, besides uh, buzzwords? Yeah, exactly. Okay, so besides, besides that, a hipster buzzword. Yeah, so in my opinion, when people, they're talking about gig economy, they're acknowledging, you know, there's a lot more temporary independent work that people can take on today, or at least a lot more access to it. Right? These aren't full-time jobs that come with benefits, set hours. I think a lot of people, you know, ride share services like Uber, Lyft, a lot, that's what a people often think about when they think about the gig economy. But to me, it can represent truly any job that's contracted and offers fewer benefits than a full-time job. Oh, okay. And yeah, I have heard a lot of people use that term and the temporary aspect of it, I guess, is the reason why they say gig, right? Or they just want to be more like musicians. Yeah, that's true. It's like, hey, we can be hipper if we use the word gig. Those guys are so cool <laughs> with their guitars. So, yeah, no, but, well, that's so, easy for you to say because you are cool. You are a musician. So. <laughs> well, I'm certainly not. I'm cool. still I'm waiting for the, you I'm to compose cool and ones. record a new theme song for your sh for the show. I've got, I'm working on my, uh, my double album, quarantine and pandemic right now. <laughs> it's you should make it a triple album. <laughs> the cure would be the last, oh, that's a band name, but no. <laughs> so anyway, no. Uh, so yeah, the gig economy is certainly not new, but, but it is one of the things I think is interesting about it is that it calls attention to people who have fluctuating income and income fluctuation is as old as time. That has always been one of the cons of entrepreneurship. Maybe you could even say, right? So today, though, it's not just entrepreneurs who can feel the sting of fluctuating income. Well, first of all, these last couple of weeks, it can be literally anyone. Uh, and so I think this is a very timely topic. Put your name in or your career in, and it's it's very likely that it's going to be very similar to what some people go through month after month, year after year, you know, in these current in, in this current situation. 
right in, and in in, yeah. in these uncertain times uh <laughs> but uh so the cnbc did an article cnbc.com they called it these tactics can smooth out your finances when you have unpredictable income oh okay and so that's saying that unpredictable income is common well yeah so one of the things you always hear me talking about planning luckily I can say this. Most of our clients right now, even in these uncertain times, feel rather certain that they're going to be all right. Uh, besides for the health scare that it may cause some people, financially, having a plan in place is incredibly beneficial. So if you have unpredictable income, planning may be even more important to you. Now, on the other topic, this article, it points out that fewer than half Americans can come up with $1,000 in an emergency. Yikes. Yeah. Well, you know, that, so that includes people who have all kinds of jobs. And you can imagine the additional challenges that someone with unpredictable income might have with that. In one month, you might have $10,000 in emergency savings. But if the work dries up or you don't close as many sales in the weeks that follow, you might not even be able to absorb a $500 emergency hit. So it seems like maybe trying to build up a dependable emergency fund might be something that can help people out there with uncertain income. Oh, yeah. there There's a number of schools of thought in terms of how much money you should try to stash in such an emergency fund. But in your working years, I tend to think you should have at, at least two months of take home income in your emergency fund. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. You just said that fewer than half of Americans can come up with even a thousand dollars in an emergency. And I assume that two months of take home income is going to be significantly higher than that. I did. I said I said that and I stand by it. And yes, that's a good catch. But it's even rarer that people have two months of worth of income put away. That's true. Uh, CNBC article confirmed 65 percent of families don't have that amount in their emergency funds. Doesn't mean you can't. And I don't, you know, mean to sound like your your grandparent or your overbearing parent when I say this, but through some hard work and a little bit of dedication, you can get this done. Now, and that's when it doesn't mean people should stop striving to save that much. Part of your personal financial plan should be to continue padding your emergency fund at every opportunity. You want to be able to build that up. That can be hard for anyone. And don't get me wrong. I deal with this with people all the time. When people, when I'm first meeting with people, that's one of the toughest things that they need to wrap their head around is the need for an emergency fund. Well, I can tell you this again, people that have one right now are way less stressed than people that don't don't, you know, if you, if you get caught with one now, or if you've been caught without one before, think about the stress of that as, as your, as your mitigating factor of never letting that happen again. Again, I understand it can be hard, but it's absolutely worth doing. Let's say you're a salesperson who worked your tail off to have an amazing month. You don't want to just pay your bills and put the rest in the emergency fund, right? But sometimes that might be a smart decision. Yeah, true. And I, I think you'd at least want to treat yourself to a nice dinner out sometimes, something like that, right? Yeah, I absolutely agree. You, it, Things could show should come with some sort of rewards. In addition to building up your emergency fund, it can absolutely be smart to provide yourself with those little personal bonuses along the way because it keeps you on track. Yeah. And that makes sense to me. Now, before we move on, I know you have a lot more uh, items you want to discuss on this topic, but before we do, let our listeners know I know that uh, during these times, you're still during these uncertain times. I'm sorry. 
<laughs> just Certainly. say that to irritate you. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I know that you're still uh, taking meetings via the phone and over the internet. So how can people get a hold of you? And you have a lot of resources they can look at on your website as well, right? Yeah, you can get in touch with us. You can call. It still rings in our office. It rings at our remote desks if we're not in the office. 800-339-9252. And, or you can go online, compass-ltd.com. Easiest ways to get in touch with us. All right. Sounds great. And now moving on, this is a great topic, by the way. And let's get to some more tips. Earlier in the show, you were discussing the importance of an emergency fund. What else is important to navigate the peaks and valleys of income fluctuation? Okay. The first tip, and I love how this is stated, is to know what it costs to be you. Now, you can't make important decisions about what's it how like you- to be you. Always <laughs> ill at ease. Smell like stinky cheese. Oh, wait, that's a song. I, Barnes and Barnes. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> that's all right. You you can't make important decisions about how to use your income if you don't know how much you need to get by. And each of us have a unique number that it costs to just be us month in and month out. That's why you always hear me talking about your unique situation. It's going to change for everyone. CNBC.com put it in the recent article they did on this, that topic. Uh, these tactics can smooth out your finances when you have unpredictable income. And again, what it costs to be you. Well, <laughs> I would imagine it costs a lot more to be a movie star uh, or even uh, a financial advisor than it costs to be a podcast co-host, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, I know you're living a pretty lavish lifestyle with your right. with your cul-de-sac social distance parties. Oh, yeah, I do but, live on a cul-de-sac. I will admit that, and it is quite nice. So that is lavish. You know, normal people just live on a dead end. <laughs> well, it's like yeah, I live at the I, I live at the end of a one-way dead end street. I don't know how I I don't know how I ever got there. Yeah. Or get out. <laughs> That's a Stephen Wright joke. <laughs> yeah. But listen, it's really important to look at what it costs to be you. That's everything from your mortgage payments to your groceries, your monthly subscriptions, your gym memberships, and even your discretionary spending. Add it all up. That's what it costs to be you. So do you recommend people act on this information or is this just strictly for awareness? <laughs> I'd say a little bit of both. It's good to be sometimes just aware of what you're paying for a particular service so you can determine if you're getting the value out of it. But when you look at a list of everything that it costs to be you, it's a perfect time to trim a little fat out of your budget. Unless you realize, well, you're living well below your means, then it's perfect time to set some new goals as to what you may be able to achieve with that. Now, another idea is to that said is to link your bank account to your phone. You can get notifications every time your cards charge. So not only is it a smart move for fraud prevention, but it'll make you acutely aware of the money that you're spending on a daily basis. And again, I don't want to just focus on the bad side of this. Maybe you're doing a great job, in which case set some new financial goals that'll help you achieve even more financial success. By adding a little control over what you're spending or saving every month, you'll prepare yourself to pad your savings a little bit during good months and spend a little less during lean ones or putting that money away that can, you know, work with what we call the eighth wonder of the world and compound interest. Well, and that sounds like a winning strategy. Uh, what's the ne- Yeah. What's the next tip? I think it's really important one, this next one. And next up is think about percentages when you're putting money away for retirement, especially if you don't have a consistent income. If you have a set dollar amount in your head that you're trying to put away, it can add a lot of strain on you during months when you don't have as much money coming in. So instead of having a targeted amount, 
aim for a percentage of your income. Okay. That yeah. also sounds good. And I think it's a good point. If I had my, if I had an amount set in my head, let's say that I wanted to put a thousand dollars toward retirement each month and I only make $2,000 in a particular month, my stress level would be off the charts. Yeah. And stress isn't healthy for anyone, especially in uncertain times. But, <laughs> All uh, right. but yeah, so, you know, instead, let's say you decide you want to put away between 10 and 20% of your monthly income for retirement at the end of the year. It all evens out to a responsible amount you put away. But if you put away more when you make more and less when you make less, it averages out, right? So another important thing I think is good for everyone to keep in mind is this. You can always put less away for retirement if times get tight. You don't have to stay at a set percentage or amount each month. If you hit a rough patch, you can always reduce what you're putting away. Let's face it, a lot of people are hitting a rough patch right now. Uh, so if you're one of those ones that didn't have a plan in place, you didn't have an emergency fund, it's not imperative that you put that retirement money away every month, but not putting a money away because you're worried about a potential rough patch in the future means you're missing out on the growth potential we were just talking about before. Put money away today, that money can potentially grow. There's potential growth on that growth. Of course, nothing is certain when it comes to retirement income. Uh, and so maybe that's why I keep harping on this is we've always talked about the uncertainty of the future. Well, you do your best to plan away as much of that as possible. And so I, I know I'm making a little bit light of what they're always talking about these uncertain times, but let's face it. All times have been uncertain. Yeah. Right. We've always. Uh, Nobody knows what tomorrow will bring and what the market's going to do. You know. Right. Nobody. So the best pl the best plan is to have one. Yeah. Have a plan. Well, yeah. And I think you're making some good points. You, you, you came up with a really good reason to put money into a retirement account, period, uh, especially if you need an additional push. And I like what we're talking about, because really what you're talking about there is for people who don't have a set amount of income that they know is coming in every month, if it can vary, like if you're a small business owner and you go through a dry spell, like right now, some people might have no income on their businesses for a month or more. Yeah. Uh, but then, you know, they have a big uh, windfall at a certain time of the year. Maybe their business is seasonal. So for people who have that, who have a fluctuation in their income, uh, that's a really good strategy. You know, when times are good, make sure you put away more for retirement and for your investments and savings and emergency fund. And that way you don't have to when times are tight, but you have to be disciplined if you're going to do that. And uh, I look forward to hearing some more of these tips. I know you have a few more you want to talk about, but once again, what's that number people can call? And I, I want to encourage people who listen to the show to really let you know what topics they want you to cover, questions they have that we can address during the show, and to check out your website. Okay, so you call us 800-339-9252. If you don't want to talk to me, you just want to leave a suggestion, call after hours and leave a message. If you're afraid I might pick up and you don't like my voice, but otherwise, you know, call us anytime with those questions, with those suggestions, or get, visit us online, compass-ltd.com. All right, and I'm going to just do a quick recap. We've been talking about, well, you've been uh, talking about giving us tips to reduce the impact of the peaks and valleys of uncertain income. And, you know, not everyone has a steady source of income. And it's a good idea to prepare yourself for fluctuation in your income regardless. Uh, we're seeing that now. 
Uh, and I know you've uh, you've preached about that before, talked about that. Uh, people need to have a plan. And I know you have a few tips left uh, that I'm sure will be insightful. Uh, you mentioned a CNBC article. Uh, CNBC.com does have some great articles. And this one was called Tactics Can Smooth Out Your Finances When You Have Unpredictable Income. What's another tip that we should be considering when it comes to preparing for uncertain times like this? I will get to that right after I say what a great job you did listening and, and making sure that you were really taking good notes on what I've said. You yeah, did an A today, Tony. Well, wow, I appreciate because sometimes when we do the show, uh, while you're talking, I'm just I'm thinking, did I eat at Wendy's twice yesterday? <laughs> I understand. <laughs> so yeah, the next tip, one I've struggled with sometimes myself, ditching auto payments. For a lot of people, the days of sitting at the kitchen table, writing checks, paying bills, those are long gone. Not only are most of our recurring payments made online these days, but a lot of companies also offer auto payment options that truly make it out of sight, out of mind. Right. And that's key. And I like auto payments. Uh, so what does make the that not good? Well, it's not that I don't like them, but they can be troublesome for people who have unpredictable income. Earlier in the show, and we suggested that you put away a percentage of your income for retirement, which is a great idea. So let's say you move a portion of your money to your retirement account. Then the next day, one of your bigger auto payment hits. Well, if you're having a lean month, and the money's not there. That can lead to additional bank fees and those can add up in a hurry. So basically, auto payments actually can take away some of your awareness of your full financial picture if you're not disciplined to stay on top of it. Very well put. It can be a timing issue. If you have unpredictable income, it's not necessarily that you don't have the money to pay your bills. It might just be that it's not the right account at the right time. Paying your bills manually can eliminate some of those timing concerns when you have that unpredictable income. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can feel that pain. I'm sort of uh, notorious for bad timing. <laughs> Not just with your jokes. Yeah. Did you hear that one? That was good. Uh, what's the next topic on the list? Well, not not to continue on the negative path, but if you're someone who has an uncertain income, it's probably important for you to consider reducing your monthly expenses and living more frugally. I, I know that the idea of living frugally has negative connotations. It doesn't have to, but carefully considering the things that you splurge on, limiting your actual required monthly expenses, you'll be better prepared for those times when you don't make as much money. Right. And we can all have lean times. Mm -hmm. uh, so maybe more along the lines of limiting which cable package I choose uh, than say sleeping on the floor. Right. Right. I'm not saying, you know, forego buying a bed, but that's a great example. It's not that you have to deprive yourself of all the things you view as important to your quality of life. In fact, I think prioritizing the things that are important to you and spending your money on those things is one of the best things you can do. First of all, it just gives you a little bit more satisfaction day to day so that those other things you're cutting out makes it a little easier. But back to that cable example, if you view cable as a luxury instead of a requirement, you can consider which cable package you actually need and pay less accordingly. Or if cable's particularly important to you, then you may decide to spend more of your money on that and cancel the gym membership instead. Maybe it's you know just as easy for you to go outside and work out, right? Especially if you live somewhere nice. Applying that logic to all of your discretionary spending will likely mean you'll have a little more in the bank at the end of the month. And that little more is particularly important when you have a stretch where less is going into the bank to begin with. Ah, I feel like a lot of the things we're talking about today 
are going to be helpful for anyone really to think about, not just people who have fluctuations in their income, right? Yeah. And again, this is why I wanted to talk about this right now. Right now, a lot of people are seeing fluctuations, not just in you know their income, they're spending everything. A lot of that's changing. So it's a very good time to sit. Hey, we all have a little more time probably than we did before around the house. Take some of this time to do some things that'll keep your mind active, focus not on things that, you know, the death cellos on the news that you hear to, to start every news segment. You don't have to listen to what's going on 24 hours a day that the news is trying to stuff into your brain. I, I get it. Be safe, do the right things, but spend a little time doing some other stuff that's going to make your life better in the long run. If you think about it, the things we've been talking about today are really important for everyone to consider. Emergency fund. I think everyone recently is realizing how important that is. Knowing what your expenses are. Again, everyone right now. Limiting them where possible and putting away money towards retirement. None of these are earth shattering, but they all just get a little more important when the money that you have coming in month to month varies. And right now, I think a lot of people are understanding how some, how well, 65% of Americans can live. As always, I think it's a great idea to talk to a financial services professional, someone like me, especially that's going on that planning standpoint. It's really easy to talk someone into taking the money and investing it. It's a lot harder to take those first steps. And really those first steps are the most important ones. So you can afford the luxury of investing in your future, getting those other things knocked out and really put under control is what sets you up for that longer term success. Well, great insights today, Matt. Seriously, this has been a good conversation. Unfortunately, yeah, it's all the time we have. We're out of time for today. Um, Where can our audience once again go to learn more before we go? Go to our website, compass-ltd.com or call us 800-339-9252. We can meet on Skype and FaceTime, Google Hangouts. There's so many Zoom. There's so many platforms that we can use, whatever works easiest for you. Uh, go-to meetings, all sorts of stuff that we have set up. Uh, We've had these in place for a while because we have clients all over the country. So it works out already. It wasn't something that we're still shaking the bugs out of. Uh, And it's it's the easiest way to get in touch with us, especially right now. A lot of people aren't leaving. We can meet face-to-face anyhow. It's just over technology instead of uh, in a conference room somewhere. All right. Well, that does it for today's episode of The Financial Compass with our host, Matt Brunner. Thank you for listening to The Financial Compass. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Matthew Brunner at Comprehensive Planning Associates. Call 800-339-9252 or visit their website at compass-ltd.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Insurance products and services, fee-based financial planning, and investment advisory services are offered by Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD, Compass, a registered investment advisor in the state of Connecticut. Securities are offered
offered by Gretchen Brunner and Matthew Brunner through Gradient Securities, LLC, Arden Hills, Minnesota, 866-991-1539. Member FINRA, SIPC. Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD, Compass, and Gradient Securities, LLC are not affiliated companies. Gradient Securities, LLC, and Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD, Compass are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency. Please refrain from posting reviews of your experience as this may be considered testimonials and are prohibited by the Securities and Exchange Commission, SEC. Like should not be considered a positive reflection of the investment advisory services offered by Gradient Securities, LLC, GS, and or their investment advisor representatives.